Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello and welcome to the Best of the Robot and Daily Podcast October edition. I hope you're doing okay. Here's five episodes from the Robot and Daily Podcast. The first one is called Cracked Mirror Mystery, and this piece is about me not knowing what a mirror was, really what it was made from the process. I always just took mirrors for granted. There's a quite a lot of good videos online of how mirrors are made and it's an intricate process. That's about that. The next one is called Socks. It's about socks, specifically black socks. And with this, I was thinking about why my uh, sock drawer is full predominantly of black socks. You know, it's always like black socks with colours on the toes. Why isn't it coloured socks with black bits on the toes? The next one is called Fur. It's about a ghost of a cat. I'm still undecided about the spirit world. I feel like there's got to be more to life than living people there's got to be you know there's definitely some sort of different energy going on isn't there and um i have never seen a ghost i feel like i've uh experienced things that certainly uh, made me think about the films and stories that i've read about ghosts but i would like to see the ghost of an animal would i maybe just concentrate on seeing normal living animals rob don't pine for seeing ghosts of animals no but if i was to see a ghost i'd like to see the ghost of a cat or a dog instead of the ghost of a person because uh i don't know quite like the idea of a ghost cat coming up to you and circling your legs and things like that and then the next one because it's october some of these are of the uh horror variety the spooky uh scene this one is called uh, Satan's Parrot, and it's about Satan's uh, pet parrot. The main thing that I enjoyed writing about this one was just everything about the parrot being red, right through to the white of the parrot's eyes being red. Some of my favourite devil-based entertainment comes from Tom Waits, especially on the album Blood Money. He has a very brilliant way of um, conjuring up Pictures of the devil, I think. Yeah, obviously, he's very good at that. The next one is called Skeleton Under My Skin. This is a uh, story that I wrote because I was once at a poetry night and someone said that there was a there's going to be a poetry night happening alongside an exhibition that was off uh, ghoulish porn art. And they said, do you want to write something to go with it? And um, I said, yeah, okay. Then I, I read this out at the night. I tried to remind myself about having a skeleton. I think that's important to uh, think about that every now and again. I hope you have a good time and uh, thanks very much for listening. Cheers. Cracked Mirror Mystery
I hope you don't think I'm being intentionally unaware or naive, but for a long period of my life, I didn't know what a mirror was made from. Mirror, mirror, on the wall, I've got no idea what you are, because you reflect me to me, and when I see myself in the mirror, my thoughts turn to me. Mirrors are selfless. So, tell me about you. I see you every day, but I've realised I know nothing about you. I just accepted mirror. Yeah, okay, they're flat and shiny. Shiny? Is a mirror shiny? I thought they landed somewhere between glass and metal. I tried to inspect them to see what they were made from, but I just saw myself trying to figure out what a mirror was, looking myself in the eye saying, I don't know what you're made of. I always thought mirror was something that existed naturally until I watched a video on how mirrors are made. Robotic machinery transporting large panes of glass to a washing station without a glimmer of panic. Powders derived from types of earth. Blasting glass. Manically rotating brushes. Demineralised tap water. Even minerals could get in the way. Like hairs when framing. A layer of liquefied tin and silver on a pane of glass. Solidifying, leading to reflection. The silver backing causing us to see ourselves. Cutting machines, precision guided by computer software. The human touch is surplus here. It's a coat of flawless metal with glass on top, alright. Mirrors sealed in oven, giving us ourselves. I never thought of a mirror in an oven before. The mystery of the mirror no longer reflected into my brain. Hello there. It is now the lead up to Halloween. If you celebrate Halloween. If you don't, it isn't the lead up to Halloween. But I'm going to read this. It's called Socks. Dark is the palette of my sock drawer. I open it and bats fly out. All that's missing is a full moon with a werewolf howling at it. I could pick a sock at random, tie it around my arm, pay my respects to the dead. My sock puppets are dressed for a funeral. They cry dark cotton tears, magpies without the white bits, humbugs without the stripes, badgers covered in coal. Here's a uh, short piece to go in the Halloween series. It's called Fur. My cat looked pale in the face. Or was that her fur? She was a white cat after all. What was making her look so ill and off colour? Then I remembered... My cat was black. Wow. She must be feeling really poorly to go so white like that. Or maybe her hair had turned white due to worry? 
do cats worry? Perhaps she had seen a ghost. Then I remembered my cat died last year. Hello to you, continuing the Halloween theme. This is called Satan's Parrot. I'm sending you to Earth on a particularly special mission, shouted Satan to his massive pet parrot. Shouldn't take you long. You'll be back before you know it. I don't know the way, replied the parrot from inside her cage that hung from the smouldering ceiling of hell like the burnt-out dome of a medium-sized cathedral. All right, well, fly halfway to the suburban beige pristine dump they call heaven, turn left, keep going for a bit, and you're there. Easy, replied the devil to his lifelong friend. Can't you come with me, baby? Ride on my back like you did last time, said the parrot that has never mimicked anyone in her life, looking down upon other parrots for lacking the creativity to think for themselves. What do you want me to do when I get there? I want you to wipe out the human race completely, then come straight back. And don't you worry about me. I've got a helicopter gunship to put in your cage while you're away. I've had it done in your colours and everything. Cadmium red missiles... Why do you want me to wipe out the human race? I thought you liked them in your own demented kind of way. Well, it's simply getting too busy down here, said Satan. I know hell is supposed to be uncomfortable, but this is getting beyond a joke now. There's too much admin involved with this amount of reprobate. It's quite bizarre, but this place, the home I've come to love through eternity, is actually becoming like hell for me now too. Please do this for me, darling. The parrot entered the Earth's atmosphere on a sunny Friday night, welcomed by news bulletins of shock and awe. Humans amazed by colour, as per usual. Red as a million different coloured red things stuck together with red tape. The whites of her eyes were red. The white stems of her feathers were red. Thirty metres tall with a hundred metre wingspan. She gritted her red beak that weighed as much as a Harley Davidson motorcycle and left an unspeakable trail of devastation behind her. The parrot completed her task within a week and returned to hell, leaving the earth as silent as a full stop. Happy Halloween. Today is Halloween if you celebrate Halloween. If you don't celebrate Halloween, today isn't Halloween. Today is a day. Today I'd like to read out a piece called Skeleton Under My Skin. It's in the book Petrol Honey and this is what is written before the piece and I'd like to read that out now. The following piece came about as I was asked to write a ghoulish porn story to accompany an exhibition of ghoulish porn art. Now that happened at a spoken word event um someone said that they were doing a um exhibition of uh, erotic art and would i like to write something to go with that exhibition and uh i thought yeah and that is the type of thing that happens at poetry night sometimes This is not based on a true story or any experiences I have had in my life. Um, I'm going to read it now. 
I sit in the back room of an almost empty candle-lit Soho restaurant. An elderly Italian man plays piano as I sit at a table for two with the skeleton of a mermaid. She is wearing a blonde wig that gives her the look of a dead-for-years Pamela Anderson. On her face is the same expression that all schools possess, surprised to be dead. The lower half lies under the square table, a fish, stripped of its scales and meat. Her tail has a stereotypical fish skeleton, apart from the fact that she has covered it with PVA glue and sprinkled it with silver and gold glitter. Twinkling in the dull light of the tablecloth canopy, it is a sky under there, and tonight we eat from the floor of the universe. I watch mesmerised as Ryoka falls down her one's throat. The trickle, lightly spattering her ribs, reminding them of blood. The ruby ribbon of liquid briefly disappears behind her loose-fitting emerald corset until it puddles on the cushion of her seat. She lifts two golf ball-sized tomatoes from her salad to her eye sockets and screws them into position, bursting as she does so, red plasma-coated seed tears slide slowly down the white of what used to be her cheeks. Green star vine connectors sit in place of pupils. I am strangely aroused by this, and that was her aim. A skeletal tail plays footsie with me under the censorship of the table. Moving up my leg, it scrapes at my shins with my shoelaces caught in its racer-spoke-like points. I feel the blood begin to soak into my jeans and take a deep breath. I do not recoil. This is why we are in a relationship. Nobody else has this. Taking a lipstick from her handbag, she removes the gold cap with difficulty, struggling to grip the metal with the tips of her bone. Eventually taking it to her ancient browning teeth, she bites at it. The clink of her sound gives me goosebumps and makes me realise how quiet flesh-covered humans are compared to skeletons. When a living person picks up a glass, it is almost silent. When a skeleton does it, there is a substantial amount of sound. She twists slowly and paints the white around her mouth red, no lips to stick. I still don't know her name. It has never come up in conversation. A question that will be neither asked nor answered. She takes the lipstick lid and drops it on the floor on purpose. It hits the floor like a slow motion bullet shell in a big budget action movie. A single skeletal finger rises to her hollow mouth. Whoops. She whispers in an accent that you develop when you go to heaven. Bending down to the floor to retrieve the lid, she disappears under the table. The sound of the ocean fills my ears. I focus on the flame of the candle on top of the piano and try not to look at the couple on the table to our right. They have been discussing the rising tube fares for the past half hour. 
I listened to their concerns with my hands gripped onto the corners of the table. Life and death mixing once more. <laughs>